Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my dear sweet friend. I hope you're well today. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Stephanie Stevens Show podcast. What are those three things that you're so, so incredibly grateful for today? Right here, right now. Would you just do me a favor and bring those to the forefront of your mind and then... One by one, take the feeling of gratitude and amplify that 10 times, 10 times what you originally felt in terms of your levels of gratitude about those three things that you started your day being grateful for. We always love to start our days with a practice of gratitude. So I'm just here to remind you to do it. And I remind myself to do the same. Okay, today I want to talk with you about assisting versus enabling. Very important distinction, but sometimes, my friend, the lines get very, very blurred, don't they? So when we assist someone, we are doing it because we truly believe that the person, the man or woman, is in need of assistance, and we believe that we can help. We believe that we have a resource or a tool or a reference or an idea that can help this person or assist them. When we enable We do things for somebody that they could and should be able and willing to do for themselves. Now, who gets to decide who's able and willing to do for themselves? What an interesting question. Well, if you've known somebody for a really long time and you know their baseline, and this is what we talk about in communications and behavior, even in nonverbal behavior, we talk about baselines. And people who study nonverbal communication, people who study body language for deception, even in terms of investigations, will do one thing first, and that is they will establish a baseline. They'll establish, you know, does this person always touch their face? If so, okay, it may not mean that they're being deceitful or deceptive and hence the blood is flowing to their face in different ways and causing them to itch. It could just mean that this is kind of a habitual thing for them. They touch their face, maybe they're insecure, maybe it's a self-soothing mechanism. There are lots of reasons why people do things like self-soothe or touch their face or whatever. So my point is this, they will always establish a baseline first. So when we think about assisting and supporting others, of course, first things first, what is our intention? What is our motive? What is coming out of our heart in terms of why we're interested in providing assistance? Is it just because there's a need? Is it because this person is close to us and we believe that they truly do need help? Listen, every single one of us, you and me included, are here today. We are alive and well today due to the generosity of somebody else. You can't even make it on this planet for about 60 seconds without the assistance and generosity of somebody else because you come out of the womb and there you are. You're cold, you're naked, you're screaming, you maybe can't breathe very well, maybe your air passage needs to be cleaned out or cleared, you need to be wrapped up, You need to be picked up so you're not on the ground or vulnerable somehow. Do you see what I mean? We all come into this space requiring, needing help, assistance, and support or generosity from others. Somebody has to feed us. Somebody has to keep us warm. Somebody has to keep us sheltered until we're in a place 
or we're able to do that for ourselves. Now, you know me by now, if you've listened to any of my former episodes or previous episodes, you know that part of my life's work is to care for those with special needs. And so these are people who have reached a certain age and yet cognitively, they are not able to reach the same kind of milestones that the neurotypical, that's what we we call the normies, there is no such thing as normal, you know that, but I mean the people who don't have a diagnosis on any type of spectrum. And those people require support and assistance to be able to do the things in life that you and I do and oftentimes take for granted. So I very much believe in providing assistance and support through compassion. I also believe in helping those who were born into circumstances that they couldn't control, couldn't help, didn't ask for. And they're maybe different from you and I. Maybe they were born in an extremely disadvantaged part of the world filled with poverty and famine and lack of infrastructure, lack of government aid, you name it. There's a million possibilities there. But I absolutely have spent a good portion of my life's work assisting in those arenas as well. So I'm all about it. But here's where we make some distinctions, my beloved. We have to make some distinctions when it comes to people who are interested in taking advantage of others who are helpful, compassionate, and want to provide assistance. Because, can you believe it? There are actually people out there that will do that. (laughs) And some people call them energy vampires. You know, it doesn't matter what you call it. It's disrespectful and unkind. Barring all labels, it's disrespectful and unkind. And so we are called to provide compassion and assistance and support when we see and discern that the need is real and it is born out of the incapacity for this person to do for themselves for one reason or another. You have heard about addicts who become enabled by their loved ones. And in these types of situations, what happens is the love and care and compassion for the individual starts to cause a bleeding of the lines between what this individual wants and what is actually good for or beneficial for or healthy for this individual. And that's where tough love comes in. It's a thing, and it's something that we are supposed to be able to practice in order to prevent our beloved or in the individual who's asking something of us. The tough love is there in order to prevent us from inadvertently, accidentally hurting or harming them or handing them the tools to hurt themselves and harm themselves right? It's like handing the, the, the old adage, handing the alcoholic the bottle. So as you examine your life and you think of ways in which you are assisting and helping, as you check your motives, be certain and confident that you are helping, not because it'll make your life easier, but because the need is real and the assistance and support is going to yield greater outcomes both now and in the future. It's not a short-term fix. It's not a Santa Claus drop. It's something that will sow the seeds that will later be reaped toward a more productive, beneficial outcome for all, including the individual that you seek to help or that is asking for help. If you notice behaviors that start to vibe as manipulative 
or if it's a path of least resistance on the part of this person and they know that you're just the kind of person that loves to help and you're a sucker for a good story and you're so compassionate and giving and kind and loving and of course you'd never say no, would you? <laughs> you should. And if you don't know how, you need to learn how and then you need to practice because it's not very easy. It's not very easy at all. The most important thing is to be able to say no from a place of understanding that if you said yes in the situation, you would be providing a disservice. You'd be doing a disservice to this person because it will block or prevent their journey toward health, healing, and wholeness. And that may look different. It may look like you know, you're dealing with an addict. Maybe you're, maybe you're dealing with somebody who's got constant financial turmoil and refuses to take a look at or care for or tend to the crisis and just rather would depend on, well, somebody like you to fix the problem. You know, maybe it's a physical ailment and there's a lifestyle issue at play and the person doesn't want to change or modify or assist themselves with any type of lifestyle changes, they just want to put the burden on you because you've proven in the past that you're somebody who can carry and handle that type of a burden. My friend, the reality is you can't handle that burden not long-term. It's not sustainable. You could do it for a short period of time, but you're going to wear out, you're going to burn out, and that relationship is going to suffer. It's going to become strained because you're going to become resentful and that resentment is going to start leaking out. Even if you try to keep it in, it's going to start leaking out sideways from time to time in your interactions, in your communications, in your body language, in your attitude. That's just how it works. So what is my offering to you today? My offering is when you are put in a position of being asked to assist or you're feeling as though someone's maybe, you know, hinting to you or, or even maybe trying to manipulate you into doing things that they want you to do that would help them. You need to examine your heart first. Why would I say yes to this? Why would I say no? Third question, is this really going to serve this person now and also long-term? Is this the healthiest, most mindful solution? It would be really easy to say yes now, but if I say yes now, what am I going to have to continue to say yes to tomorrow and next week and the next week and next month, so on and so on and so on. What truly is in the best interest of this person's health, wellness, wholeness now and in the future. And when you come to your decision, you'll know exactly which way to go. And that, my friend, is my invitation to you today. I'm with you in it as always. Much love to you. And of course, I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.